guys, welcome to Sports Talk with C. How was everyone's week? Mine was good, but the NBA playoffs is back. Makes my week even better. But before we talk about any basketball, I need all my listeners to go follow and like my Facebook page, Sports Talk with C. Please leave all comments, suggestions, ideas, and even your criticism. Now let's jump right on in it. What a playoff week has it been? And just like Josh Hart said, the games they've been giving us have been nothing but fire. But let's start right on the East. The number one seed, the Bucks, they lose to the eighth seed. They lose to the Orlando Magic, 122 to 110. But let's be honest, guys. The Bucks played like crap. Magic came out, was ready. They were dominant. And for the last 45 minutes of the game, they led. And they did it without their trio of Jonathan Isaac, Michael Carter-Williams, and Aaron Gordon. Game two, the Bucks bounced back and came out and won 111-96. to Giannis said, if we want to win and if we want to go far and if we want to be us, we have to play defense. Defense is key. So, in game three, Giannis came out very aggressive, very dominant, and he finished the game with 35 points, 11 rebounds, and 7 assists, bringing the Bucks to lead 2-1. What will Orlando Magic need to do to tie the series? Boston! Boston is up 3-0. Will they sweep the sixes? Before game one, Joel Embiid said, I got to do more. I got one job to do, and that's carry us. But can he do it alone? In this series, the Sixers are definitely missing Ben Simmons. Just like Coach said, it's no secret that he's their best perimeter defensive player. You can look at his deflections, his steals, his versatility to guard the one through the five, pick your poison. With this sweep, what will it mean for the Sixers next year? Please go to my page and comment and let me know. Also, what do the Sixers need to do to get a win? I need to see a little more from Al Horford and the way they're paying Tobias Harris, excuse me, Tobias Harris, I definitely need to see a little bit more from him. And after game three, Embiid says, I don't want to get swept, but I have been playing my butt off. Mm. Not only is Boston up 3-0, but the Raptors are up 3-0. Was this the easy match for them? Are they really defending their title with this matchup? And if they do sweep, guys, this would be the first sweep for them in franchise history. So, I was scrolling Twitter, right? I like to do that after the game. I want to see what people saying. And I don't know if it was. I don't remember who it was. But I know I read that Fred Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry have an argument now to be the best backcourt. 
I don't know about that. But please, guys, let me know what you guys think. And on a later discussion, we will have the best backcourt in the bubble. And then we would also have the best backcourt in NBA history. But can the Raptors keep up with this momentum in round two? Well, we are going to have to see about that. Let's take it down to Miami. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has been balling. In an interview that he has had with Taylor Rooks, he said he gets to be himself with his team. And according to Butler, he likes to look for diamonds in the rough. And he got a whole squad full. Just like in game two. Duncan Robinson was hitting them three boys. He was seven for eight in threes. He finished the game with 24 points, and in that night, he set a franchise record of most threes made. Even in Saturday's game, the threes kept flying. They shot 87% from three. But during halftime, Kenny said that they will need Kendrick Nunn to play next round to break down the defense. If they want to win. What are your thoughts? Not only has Duncan been balling. And Butler been balling. But Gordon has balling. Excuse me. Has been balling. He was ready. He finished the game with 24 points. And the Heat need. The Heat now lead. Excuse me. The series. Three zip. But before we head. And talk about the excitement going on in the Western Conference. I want to shout out Coach Nick Nurse for becoming Coach of the Year. And see you back in a few. Let's jump right back on in it. Let's talk about this Western Conference because, boy, has this conference been lit. Man, let me tell you. But first, I just want to say that it seems so weird seeing Mike Conley play playoff basketball in a jazz jersey. But he has been balling. He finished game three with 27 points. But Rudy Gobert set that tone in that game. He came out aggressive, dominant, finishing with 24 points and 14 rebounds. But can we talk about Donovan? Donovan Mitchell, he be balling. I like Donovan. And he be doing it on both ends of the floor. Despite the loss they had in game one and the defensive efforts of the Nuggets, he scored 57 points he's a bad man but I do want to say that I do like Jamal Murray and how he's been playing to help win game one he had scored 36 points and he had nine rebounds but what will the Nuggets need to do to bounce back what a way for OKC to bounce back 
back and win in OT. I love it, especially for CP3. So there was this play in the first half, and the refs have called it a defensive foul. But Doris Burke said that it should have been a double foul. Please let me know if you agree or disagree. Finally, Dennis Schroeder, where have you been for two games? He finally showed up today, finishing the game with 29 points. And OKC definitely, definitely needed that. What will OKC need to do to get another win against the Rockets? Adam goes down with the right knee contusion. If he is out. What does that mean? You know what I want to say? Jeff Green. Oh my God, his old butt. Still balling. But it's great to see. He had 22 points on Saturday night. But can we talk about Luca? That is my boy. Luca. Man. In his first two playoff games, he has scored 70 plus points. Has 15 plus rebounds and 15 plus assists. He is a bad man. And the Mavs definitely have a squad coming. But let's talk about that bogus call that was called on Porzingis. That was that tech should have just never happened. And I say that it changed the game. What do you guys think? Also, if that call didn't happen and Porzingis did not get ejected, do you guys feel that Dallas would have won game one? In a statement, Doc Rivers said that, honestly, they have been playing better in the first two games than we did. I love when coaches can recognize game or players can recognize game. But PG-13, still having shooting problems. But like Leonard says, we got him. He sure did. Because in game three, Lawai came out. Lawai. Look, I put Kawhi and Leonard together. Kawhi came out swinging. He finished the game with 36 points and nine rebounds. That game was chippy from the start, though. I like to see games like that. Because you can see the frustration, you can see the anger, you can see the happiness, you can just see the love for the game, you can see who wants to win, who has the will to fight, and that is the reason I love basketball. But to get back to the Western Conference, the Clippers lead 2-1. Will Luka play game four? And if Luca is not able to play in game four, will Porzingis be able to hold it down alone? In game three, he had 34 points and 13 rebounds. All I know is I'm definitely ready for game four to happen. So I know everybody's been talking about this all over Twitter. So I kind of left it to discuss last. Is Portland and the Lakers. <laughs> you guys know I'm a LeBron fan. And after game one, I was so pissed that they freaking lost. 
in game one. That was the other upset. The other number one seed losing to the eighth seed. But I want to talk about how I was scrolling on Twitter and I seen a video of Paul Pierce saying that if LeBron loses in round one, that the GOAT topic should be disassociated with his name. He's definitely talking crazy because I don't even think that should have been brought up at that time because it was only game one. But I'm going to keep my opinions to myself because everyone says you're a LeBron fan, so that's bias. But then, here comes my guy, Shop. Shop says, Paul Pierce is just mad because LeBron ran him up out the East. That's a fact, Shannon. What do you guys Think. Do you guys agree with Paul Pierce or do you guys agree with Shannon Shop? Let me know. But nah, seriously, to get back to the game though, Damian Lillard is real different. Like he's really different. Like I know when players say stuff like they're going to come out and give it their all and win, but when Damian says it's Dame time, it's game time. For him and CJ in game three, they definitely showed that they had the, the back, best backcourt. Damian had 34 points with a dislocated finger. CJ finished the game with 28 points. But the Lakers are up 2-1. LeBron finishing the game with 38 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists. And AD finished the game with 29 points, 11 rebounds, and 8 assists. From this game, will you say Portland is missing Zach Collins? Let me know. And who is winning it all? You know, I'm going with the Lakers. But please let me know your answers. I want to know who do you have winning it all. That is all we have for today on Sports Talk with C. Please go follow my Facebook page, Sports Talk with C, my Instagram page, Sports Talk with C. And next week, please tune in. We have an interview for the best player in my eyes, my favorite player, my older brother, Robert Griffin, and some more playoff talk. C's out! So we get it. I'ma get it. So we get it.